Welcome to the WFO Life Podcast. Buckle up for interviews, insights, and practical discussions, and the occasional intellectual oddity, all designed to help you master self, master craft, and accomplish any life mission. If you're doing what everyone else is doing, you're doing something wrong. Why? Because most people are not obtaining the results that are considered extraordinary. If your thinking is causing you to do what everyone else is doing, you're only contributing to the average. Even if you're contributing to the average at a high level, it is still average. Do you want to be average? Do you want to an average lifespan or an average lifestyle? Do you want an average marriage? Or do you want to raise average children? Do you want an average spiritual life? Do you want an average financial result? Do you want an average amount of influence for good in our community? To produce results that are extraordinary, you cannot afford to think like average people. You cannot act like average people act. You cannot be what average people are, which is normal. Welcome back to the WFO Life Podcast. This is Dr. William Curtis. I'm flying solo today as Lieutenant Colonel Story is on assignment. Today, I want to talk about cultural norms. What I just read to you prior to this was a quote from Andy Andrews, and I thought it was something um, inspiring to me to remind myself to keep striving, to keep growing, and to try to get better every day. And I think there's a lot of cultural norms that we get lulled into that affect us. One of the things as a physician that jumps to mind for me is health. And there's a lot of behaviors that become habits that become our long-term health. And as I've talked about before, uh, and certainly Lieutenant Colonel Story and I have talked a lot about mastering self, mastering craft, and accomplishing any life mission, you must have energy, health, and stamina to be able to do that. So some of the issues that I run into seeing patients, they're struggling with energy, uh, obesity, uh, poor health, They're spending all their time and energy chasing some type of fix for a breakdown of their physical being. If you're chasing physical breakdowns, it's very difficult to chase dreams and to accomplish big things, i.e. to be extraordinary. So one of the things I want to talk about today, and I'll, I'll probably keep this fairly short today, is the idea of cultural norms. And I don't want to get preachy with this, but I do want to remind people uh, to be vigilant for harmful or negative cultural norms. The ones that popped into my head right out of the gate are sort of holiday slash birthday type cultural norms. Look at cultural norms nutritionally on a birthday or on a holiday. Uh, there's many, many times in the past where I've gone to, you know, through the holidays and, you know, it's just like it's expected that we're going to pound uh, three or four desserts. Uh, we're going to you know, eat 10 times what we normally would in a day. And I understand the idea of feasting and celebration, but that's a cultural norm to sit down and do things that you would not normally do. And one could argue, and, I, and I'll play devil's advocate a little bit here, that one could argue, well, that's a one special day. That's not really what happens. I, I see this all the time with people. They get into the holidays, and then it becomes the several-month window and then they sort of wake up in a daze in January and start doing New Year's resolutions. 
I would caution you going into the holiday season to watch for this cultural norm, this idea that it's normal that we all sit around, eat and drink and, and consume all kinds of foods that are bad for us, high carbohydrate, high sugar foods. And then we gain you know, 10, 15 pounds over this window of time. Some of us never lose that back. And what ends up happening is we're robbing our vitality. We're also increasing inflammation, um, robbing our energy, and uh, of course, long-term goals. The other big cultural norm is sweets for treats. Uh, I've seen, I, uh, years ago, I had a, a well-intentioned uh, teacher that was you know, asking questions of our, our seven-year-old in a, in a class. And every time they would get a question right, they would, they would flick an M&M across the room, and, and the kids would get an M&M if they got a question right. And I, first off, I never gave them, you know, we were very, you know, very keen on what our kids were eating nutritionally. And so it was a big deal to me that said, first off, you're teaching a few things. And this is what I, I talked to the teacher about. I said, first off, I don't give permission for you to, to give my kids sweets when that's not part of their normal diet. Secondly, it was an issue where I culturally what was happening is we're, we're rewarding good behavior with a sugar, which is bad for them. And so what ends up happening is that creates an adult later on who, when they make an accomplishment, feels that the accomplishment is not complete unless there's some sort of treat. In particular, it ends up being a food or sweets or sugar and junk like that. So again, that is a behavior that can start in childhood and then we have to be vigilant of it in the future. If you sit down and you made this big accomplishment and you feel like I had this huge urge that I've got to have a cheesecake right now, um, it's it's just be aware that was a conditioned behavior. It, it it doesn't have to be normal. There's many cultures across the world that don't have that that um, that behavior that that reward system of giving something sweet. And again, I'm saying these things because of what it does, energy, health, stamina, vitality-wise. It robs our health. The last one be sort of the culture of weekend binging on alcohol, things like that. It's really common. I'm not judging anyone, and, and certainly I like to have a, a mixed drink or something every once in a while. But there's a certain cultural subset where it's like we get together and it's a 8 to 12-pack high volume of of alcohol and then reset the week and start over. And maybe some of these people don't even drink during the week, so it might not be a sort of alcoholism uh, concern. But it's it's a normal that we sit around as friends and we drink beverages all weekend uh, in excess, <clears throat> and then you know um, that that causes inflammation. It causes problems with our health, and we wonder why we have brain fog and fatigue and all these types of things in the you know as the as the years go by. I just want you to be aware of these things. I'm not judging them. I it's I, again, I see patients every day all walks of life and I have the opportunity to sort of, you know, they trust that I I will look at a snapshot of their life and try to give them the best advice I can. I see these norms all the time. And they're they're things that these three things, sweets for treats, you know, holiday holiday norms and then alcohol, weekend, boozing culture. I see those things over and over and over in people who are trying to lose weight, who pe- people who have trouble with sleep, uh, people who have uh, trouble with uh, your bad energy, 
um, and and also people with a lot of uh, mood disorders, anxiety and depression, things like that. I just want you to be aware of the role this can play. And again, caveats. These are cultural norms. They can be a, an intermittent behavior or they can be a habit. If the habits are routine, then those habits become your health over the long haul. So I'm not saying don't have a piece of your own birthday cake. I'm just saying that's just a cultural norm. You can choose to have a birthday cake or not choose to have a birthday cake. You can choose to you know, um, have a mixed drink on the weekend with friends and then switch over to something that's not a lot of alcohol. Uh, you could um, decide that as a family, we don't, we don't uh, reward positive behavior with um, sugar and things that are bad for our health. Perfection's not the goal, though. I'm not saying everyone become a prude, nobody have any alcohol, nobody ever have anything sweet. Sweet things taste good. They, they're something that we like. But if it's routine, multiple times per month, every single weekend, every time something positive happens in your life, these are things that I think are harmful to people in the long run, and it sneaks up on you. Have the discipline to work harder to earn those special moments and those things that maybe you know aren't ideal for you, but you're living your life. You're enjoying that mixed drink. But what's going to happen is have the discipline to do do the right thing nutritionally and, and physical activity-wise and sleep and rest and recovery. Do the right thing most of the time, okay? And that most of the time, you know, it, it shouldn't be something super routine. Again, I got a slight sense that maybe this was a little preachy, but I don't want it to be. I just, I, I want to speak the truth about what I see every day and as it applies to people accomplishing what they want with their lives. And I hope you'll receive it that way, and I hope that um, maybe this touched or inspired someone. And uh, certainly, as always, um, I would love feedback in the WFO Life podcast uh, tribe within the Future Focus Health Network. I'll always leave a link in the show notes. And I'd love to hear for any show topics you're looking forward to. Uh, or if you have any feedback on this episode, you know, something you, you want to comment on or anything like that, please let us know. I'd, li- I'd love to hear from you. So again, be careful of the cultural norms. And uh, if you're doing what everyone else is doing, you're doing something wrong. Why? Because most people are not obtaining results that are considered extraordinary. Have a great day.